Hey guys, welcome back to Houndwave Sports. I'm Taylor West here with Charlie Pope, Owen Holmgren, Nate Block, and Teddy Conover. Happy MLK Day. It's a beautiful Monday here in Baltimore. Um, Ted, how'd we do on our picks? Uh, well, let's all remember that these were worth three. So I got uh, six points, meaning two right for 184. Taylor with a nice, nice three out of four for 196. Charlie, only one right. He uh, he put all his stock in the Rams, which didn't didn't pay off this time. Charlie, I just he, I just didn't want everybody to pick the Rams and disrespect them. Um, yeah. So you got one out of four for only three points for 179. Uh, Nate with the same picks as Taylor, three out of four, nine for 189. Uh, Owen with a respectable three out of four, nine for 173. The offset of the week, you know what? It covered, it covered the spread, you know, Owen, as it always does. Yeah, um, so that was fun. The and then, uh, Dylan with another respectable three, three out of four, nine for 170 miles behind. Um, anyway, uh, we only have two games to pick. So Taylor, maybe we could just go through the divisional round games first and give our thoughts on them. Yeah, sure. Um, the first game, Rams-Packers. Uh, the Devontae Adams-Jalen Ramsey matchup was exciting to watch. Um, in the end, Aaron Rodgers, though, just you know, proved he's the best quarterback in football right now, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just been really – freaking enjoyable to watch him this year he came out with a purpose obviously um you know drafting Jordan Love lit a, lit a fire under him that uh, I don't know if it was intended but it certainly has worked um and the Adams Ramsey matchup wasn't as interesting as I thought it would be they, they he just number one wasn't on him all that much and when Ramsey was on Adams to be fair he, he really wasn't thrown to I think I saw him get a slant and then that little um touchdown in the flat um, but other than that, uh, Adams only had, he had eight catches, but there, I think it was for 58 yards. So he wasn't really, um, a huge factor in the way that he normally is. It was just, uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing dimes to Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez Scantling and, uh, St. Brown, Equinemia St. Brown, Robert Tanyan and the boys. Um, and also the run game for the Packers, uh, over the past several weeks has been, uh, really getting better. I know against the Titans, they had. Uh, like 230 yards passing and 230 yards rushing as well. So they have some incredible balance and that, that continued against the Rams. I know uh, Aaron Jones had a good day, Williams um, and AJ Dillon, I think all averaged over five yards per carry, which is um, that's pretty impressive. And uh, Pope, if you're, if you're the Packers, do you let go of Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams or, or keep them? I, I mean, it, it's hard to think about because, you know, Aaron Jones has been really productive throughout his career. But he has had a couple, like he's, I think he's only played in like what, 13 games this year, which is, I mean, it may, definitely makes a difference. I would personally, if I were them, bring back Jamal Williams because you really won't be a big uh, money guy and then kind of do him and A.J. Dillon. But I mean, this Packers offense is, it's, it looks unstoppable. I mean, this has been the best defense in the NFL and Aaron Rodgers is kind of just like throwing the ball around like he doesn't really care. Yeah, there were two drives there in the in like the third and fourth quarter where the Rams um, stopped them, but that was about it. And it was mostly and, because of drops. And yeah, no. And like the thing that's been different about Aaron Rodgers this year, constantly throughout his career, he'll he'll kind of have his guys, right? He like it's it was Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and you know, in the beginning of Dante Devontae Adams' career, uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of stayed away from him because he he had dropping issues. And, you know, he just went to other guys. And, like, we saw last year, Valdez, Scantling, Lazard, they dropped the ball a lot. And he just kind of stopped going to them. He didn't really trust them at all. This year, they're still dropping it. So they haven't really gotten that that great um, – they haven't really gotten as, as, as much better as you would like to see. 
but um, Aaron Rodgers tends to go back to him. You saw that touchdown to Lazar. That was right after he dropped it. And then Valdez Scantling, he dropped a touchdown on the first drive and he constantly goes back at him. So I think he's just, he's, he's 37 and he's still growing. Uh, this is, I mean, this is probably the best year of his entire career. I mean, to throw 48 touchdowns and five picks and, and not slow down at all, thankfully in the playoffs, I was, I was really hoping that they wouldn't have one of those 2019 Packers games where they just don't show up randomly. Um, but they did and they, they won. And uh, another story of the game was, uh, was the defense. Nathaniel and Taylor um, kind of sad to see Zadarius Smith thriving in a game with pass rush. Yeah. I mean, Baltimore could definitely use a guy like him or kept him because our pass rush is just absolutely abysmal. We'll talk about that more when we briefly go over the Ravens game, but I think also it's important in this game to talk about it. my guy, uh, Jared Goff lost me five bucks and uh, he's just, He's bad. Like, I don't know what to say. I get that he's had a couple, like two really good years, but they're going to have to figure something out because it's clearly not working. I mean, John Wolford was almost playing or playing debatably better than him when he was in. And it's just not a good look when you're paying him that much money and he's just not performing. Yeah. To be clear, Nathaniel and I had a friendly wager that Jared Goff, uh, I I said that he would have under one and a half touchdown passes. And, And I agree. He's just not He's not that good. I mean, he had, he had two. Man. The problem like, is, like, he, he shows flashes, and, like, he's still, like, 25 years old. So he's very young, right? And he's got right. a lot of potential. And in that offense, he just had thumb surgery a week and a half ago. So wait, 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 wait. But we realized that, right? He lost at home to the Jets. Like, he, he this year, before he got hurt, wasn't, like, super I'm, I'm not saying he's perfect, but he's, he like, he beat the Bucs. He played really well in that he did. game. He did. He played a great he game. He has there. games that he plays well. He's just, just inconsistent. still young. He's inconsistent. And yeah, yeah um, he's making a lot of money, but there's really not a better option out there for quarterback. I mean, are you going to go get Phillip Rivers? Is that really going to make the, the Rams any better? It's, it's a fair point. Josh but Rose to be fair, McVay, McVay himself acknowledged after the game that, like, he's not, like, completely committed to golf and – um, you know, he doesn't, he's not spared from, from roster changes. So it could be interesting to see going forward. Yeah. And I think that kind of moves us into the Saturday night's game. I know we were talking about the Ravens pass rush, obviously Ravens lost. It was sad. They lost. It was, it was a little, a little closer than I'd say the score would say Ravens get into the red zone five times and only have three points to show for it. Um, oh, wait, did they, re- uh, I haven't even thought about that. Did they? Re- wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Pick, um, turnover on downs, a field goal, and two missed field goals. Yeah, well, um, we're both we're both the missed field goals from the red zone. I think yeah, we got sacked on both drives. Yeah, possession. So. They went oh. into the red zone and they we started were, backwards. We were down there. We were down. Yeah, we we really were. And I, I think I think you know that trend shows something important. We literally we literally have outgained our opponents in every Lamar playoff game, which I think is pretty insane considering that we're one and three, um, and, uh, and and also like the the defense for the Ravens played phenomenally. Like, I, I mean, really freaking well to hold that offense to 10 points. And I, I think even if they had gotten back into the game, meaning if the Ravens had scored and make it 10, 10, I don't know that the, the bills would have scored a whole lot more. Um, they had, uh, they had multiple drives in the second half in, in the fourth quarter specifically um, where they, you know, the game wasn't completely in hand yet and they still weren't scoring. They went, uh, they, they went like one of eight or something on third down um and uh they just the Ravens were not letting them get the deep ball they had you know a few little things here and there to Stefan Diggs but um yeah I mean I I I think the story was really just the Ravens taking a loaded gun 
aiming it at their foot and then blowing off both of their feet. Uh, and what I meant by that was shooting themselves in the foot. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it just happens so many freaking times. I mean, the, the, the end zone interception, of course, um, is the big one, but you know, can you really be so mad about that? It's the first in his entire career and Lamar's entire career uh, with 49 touchdown passes and now one interception, but um, you know, a lot of drops and um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sad about it. I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like just like, just to start with a positive, like, you said the defense the defense was awesome. And we had zero pass rush for the entire, like how we covered their receivers for that long. It amazes me. We have three amazing cornerbacks on this. And they're team. all, they're all signed for at least three more years, which is great. A first team all pro and a second team all pro wide receiver. I don't know why Cole Beasley was second team. It was, it was the, the thought was I heard from the voters. They said that he was second team all pro because it's like, they're trying to make a team. And he was apparently like the best slot receiver this year. Okay. So they wanted like a complete team. Um, I still don't think he should have made it. I agree. But yeah, it's just Humphrey Peters and Jimmy Smith, again, other than that little curl route that Diggs ran and he missed the tackle on um, was just phenomenal. Uh, and I the think safety three... played well. And I thought the yeah. linebackers played well. And the run, we, we stopped the run. They can't, no one can run on us. They just, they, they just didn't really run the ball. In general, we really haven't let up running, rushing yards this year. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we held Derek Henry 40 yards. We just don't have a pass rush. And I think that comes down to Wink and the fact that we're either blitzing seven and leaving someone open for five yards in the flat or we're bringing four and there's no stunts. It's just like terrible pass rushers going, getting double teamed every time and no one ever gets there. Right. Also, Pope, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear your take on this. It seemed like uh, I think we had two sacks in the game and a lot of pressures. It seemed like whenever we blitzed, it was kind of working um, and there just wasn't a whole lot of that late in the game. It's it's frustrating because like he he, he shows this like he'll have games where it's like he's just on his on his game. Right. He's, he's, the Titans game. Yeah. And then it's we see this and like. Like we and, and I know the defense was good, but I think that's more personnel, to be honest with you. It's just like there's certain times, especially on that drive right out of the half, like where we just let like it's it's just frustrating without a pass rush. And when right. you don't have and to be fair, they let up ten points to no, no, like, no. The last played awesome. But when you can't when you don't have players who can get a one-on-one pass rush, you need to figure out a way to get them in opportunities to get to the quarterback. And he doesn't really do that. He didn't really do that. Yeah, I think for me, it was more about the offensive side of the ball. And, like, obviously, I'm going to be biased. I love Lamar Jackson. I don't think this was – I think most of this was not his fault. Although, I mean, you can't throw a pick like that. But it was kind of interesting. I mean, for the first time this season, I was pretty disappointed in J.K. Dobbins. Just he had some crucial drops in the game and he wasn't running the ball too well. But it was also strange to see, like, Greg Roman, we started the game and um, Dobbins did not start the game. It was Gus Edwards. And he ran the ball really well in that first drive. And then he was gone. I, I don't know where he went. I don't know whether he was hurt. It's the, uh, it's the Sony Michelle problem, right? Sony Michelle. <laughs> he, just, he decided to no longer exist on the field. And I, I don't know what happened, whose decision that was, but it was a very interesting one. And then the other key to the game, I think Marquise Brown is again proving that he would be a really good wide receiver too. He, we need more help. And he's showing up in the playoffs. He's, he played really well. Yeah, I think like it's a warranted criticism to say that, you know, Lamar either holds on to the ball too long or takes off running really quickly after the snap. But like, let's think about why that is. Can can, uh, like his receivers just don't have a lot of talent in like getting open. And and I will say Marquise Brown ran a dirty out and up on Tredavious White that burned him. 
Uh, unfortunately, Huntley overthrew it, um, or maybe the wind did that. Yeah, he's really surprised me. And, right. you know, the first half of the season, we were really, we were really just killing him, right? And he stepped it up on these last, like, six games of the season. And then he was awesome last week. And, you know, there was a limited amount of times he was targeted, but he was targeted. I thought he was pretty good in this oh, game. He, he had a huge catch on, like, third and 19, and then a big catch in the – uh, the drive to end the first half where we scored a field goal. Um, yeah, he was it's, important. And it's like, we have Mark Andrews, who's our best weapon and he's getting double teamed and triple teamed. And Mark Andrews is awesome, but he's not Kelsey, right? He's not going to be able to beat a double team every play. So it's like, he's a non, he's a non-factor because he's being double teamed by two good players. Marquise Brown is on one of the best corners in the NFL. So he's not going to be able to get open all the time. So we have nothing. Miles Boykin can't run around. Des Bryant is slipping, like slipping like, he's slipping always he just i mean i love the guy but he's he looks like he's 50 out there and jk dobbins is dropping balls and like we're snapping the ball over over his head 15 times a game the, the pass rush is getting there in two sets that is that defense i think they were ranked 25th in the nfl this year that looked like the 2000 ravens defense it was un like we just couldn't do anything other than the field goals like we had a couple drives where it kind of looked like that but once we got into the red zone, it was like, nope, nope, nope. We're, we're not moving the ball. We got sacked. We missed field goals. It was a disaster. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's a good point. What do you think, uh, Pope, if you could tell Eric DaCosta um, two sentences, what would they be? And he would have to follow them. Um, I would say I would, I would keep Roman, but we need a passing game. We need to bring in somebody like a quarterback. Like a, like a coordinator, like a Joe Brady for LSU. Yeah, someone, some, something like that who's like a really um, um, offensive mastermind who can really help Lamar progress as a passer. And he, I think he's a good passer, but we need to progress more. And we need to take one of those receivers in free agency and sign him a blank check. Just like give it to him. Hand who him who would you want that to be? I don't care. One of, one of the three of Galladay, Allen Robinson, or Godwin. I, I, any of them they're all great i prefer uh al robinson i'd say he's the number one he's, he's liking he's liking tweets about the ravens needing him as well so amazing. that's encouraging godwin godwin's the, liking he's, instagram comments about firing or and and god they're all good like one of them we just need someone who can who can get open and go up and get a ball and what, if that, what would that do for the offense you think like specifically so marquise brown would be going up against second cornerbacks um, we'd have a receiver who could get open against first cornerbacks. I think it would also help Mark Andrews not and be... You can't double Mark Andrews every play now. So it opens the whole field up. Right, and if you think about it, I mean, if we have a even half effective passing game, the rushing game would be freaking lethal. Yeah. Well, I think it's hey, time to give Owen a little bit of fair time to give... I wanted to say, yeah, thank you, Tanner. I wanted to say something about this game. I don't really have much. Uh, Lamar Jackson continues to unimpress me in the playoffs. Um, and you can use the yard... You can't use the yardage argument because Charlie Pope has um, informed us that that yards don't matter. And that's a well-known... Never definition. said that. Passing yards don't mean anything is the way it was phrased. Um, I never said that. No, you did. I have photo evidence. And you said it was a quote-unquote well-known fact. Uh, it was a well-known fact. Um, that just because you have 400 yards doesn't doesn't say so, you, doesn't mean so, you played a good game. That is yeah. what I said. 
So uh, anyways, Lamar continues to unimpress uh, one and three in his playoff career. Ravens fans are mad because he was getting slander for not winning any playoff games. And then he beats the Titans and all of a sudden he is Tom Brady in the playoffs. You know, he wins one game and and, and I'm not saying you guys necessarily, but a lot of Ravens fans out there were like, all right, playoff slander over. He beat the Titans once. That's it. He beat the Titans in the wild card round. Give me my crown. No. All right, Lamar, I'm going to need you to win a Super Bowl uh, one of these days. Um, he threw the game oh, away. Do you think Lamar was the issue in the game? Or just uh, I, I think uh, when he threw the game away, that was quite an issue. He only ran for 34 yards, which is just not you know not allowed when you're Lamar Jackson. Um, the, the, to be fair, the, the Bills did a really good job bottling him up in the run game. Um, Charlie, I have a question uh, for you specifically. Do you think if Lamar had stayed in the game and not gotten hurt, that the Ravens would have come back and win it? I mean, I think there would have been a better chance, but I, I would say no because all right okay. who's gonna get open but they had i a mean marquise brown got open but i'm not i think lamar has a better yeah. shot of hitting that i don't think i don't think we win the game but you I say but, but carly you say you're telling me that there was a chance yeah there was a chance there was 10 minutes left and we had the ball and we were down by 14 no i get that i totally agree but you know i i once i said i told you i texted in the group chat i said lamar threw the game away and then you said we weren't gonna win anyways and by that you meant down 10 to 3 at the five yard line on the third and goal you thought that the game was no. Over. I di- I didn't think we were gonna win the game. No. All right. I just wanted to clarify. Um, yeah. You know, Lamar continues to unimpress. Uh, Ravens defense, great job. I think the Bills are way too one-dimensional. Uh, but I will get. On, I'll touch on that later. All right. That is a I'll, I'll, plenty of banter on the Ravens Bills game. We go to um, the the Browns Chiefs game. Had a lot of intrigue going in. Not Henny. We thought we. I mean, you know, if I had told you that the. <laughs> Total was going to be 39 points. You would have said, was it 39 nothing Chiefs? Um, it was not. Uh, it was. It was. I think it was. It was more competitive than people thought um, before Mahomes went out. Like if the Browns score there before halftime, maybe they come out and score again after halftime. But still, it was 10 to 19 when he went out, uh, or no, 10 to 22 when he went out, and um, and it turns out not a concussion. It was a, a tweaked nerve in his neck. Um, which makes sense because he didn't actually hit the ground or his head didn't hit the ground. So um, hopefully he's okay. Uh, I do, you know, I do root for him, even though he's, he's our rival. Um, and the, uh, the Browns fought their way back. Um, it was good to, good to see. Uh, I was, you know, personally kind of rooting for the Browns to win, but um, it didn't, it didn't happen. Pope uh, and, and just everyone in general, what was your sort of thoughts on the, the fourth and one call? Um, well, Andy Reid is a monster. Monster. I mean, there's there's words that I will I'm not allowed to say on this podcast to describe what he is and how amazing he is as a coach. What 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 happens if they miss that? Like I'm I'm curious. Like what? I don't care because they did it. <laughs> the bots to say fourth and one. We have Chad Henney in the game, and we're gonna throw the ball. And, and, and look look. The, 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 it's, the playoffs are one and done, like obvious statement. But if the Chiefs lose, see ya, see ya repeat, see ya AFC. I mean, the, the guts to do that, I've never seen that. Like Tony Romo's like, okay, they're just going to call a timeout and then figure something out. And then like, and then they snap the ball. And I'm like, are, are we kidding me? And, and, but like, we got to give Chad Henney credit. I mean, that yeah. is a monster for what he did. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the third down play was the third down play was way more impressive oh, yeah. than the obviously play. not good. But I did not know Chad Henney had wheels like that. I mean, he was running, and it if was, he'd gotten yeah. that play on the on the run, if he gotten that, if he actually got the first down, 
that would have been the craziest play of, I've ever seen. What What was really crazy about the fourth down play is Andrew Reid's like, listen, we got Chad Henney in the game. He's pretty much the same thing as Mahomes. Because what people don't realize is the Chiefs ran the exact same play on fourth and one. We the Dolphins, yeah. Dolphins. The exact same thing. So I guess the Cleveland Browns didn't do their homework because Chad Henney rolled out, Tyreek Hill, first down AFC championship. And um, yeah, we'll pick that game in a second. Uh, and yeah, I, a real, real quick. I just, uh, Mahomes was not rusty at all. Like for, you know, for being, for having that many weeks off. So they kind of destroyed that little precedent of uh, resting your starters in week 17 is a bad thing. Um, they were, they were firing on all cylinders. Also fantastic draft steal that people are not talking about. Algerius Sneed is a baller. He can fall. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. I, mean, I just want a little, say something about like these playoffs have been really strange and weird with these backup quarterbacks. I mean, let's not forget about the way Taylor Heineke played and now we got Henny and it's just been really fun to watch. I mean, Tyler Huntley, Huntley, Tyler Huntley, or whatever his name is. Huntley did not play as well as the other two, but I mean, he did have flashes of some good play. I think he may have earned the backup role for next season, potentially. And I mean, RG3 is already gone. So really fun to watch these backups who have played really well. Yeah. And, and it was it was also kind of weird seeing kind of those best of the best kickers just like not being able to function. Tyler or Tyler Bass, Justin Tucker, and um, Harrison Butker all just you know missing two kicks in each of their respective games. We moved to the final game of the divisional round, uh, Saints Bucks. It was you know Brady kind of took over. Although I'm not going to give the MVP in this game to Brady. I'm going to give it to the Bucks defense who picked Breeze off three times. To the GOAT, Devin White. who Sean Murphy just, punting. Sean Murphy punting and Devin White, the unsung heroes. I mean, Devin White's very good, but... Uh, Devin White I, said, I'm just going to be Derrick Henry for a second and just chuck yeah. Marquez Callaway. Yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. The, the Bucks defense, though, like we've kind of been saying, there were games where they played well, but like they have so many good players. And this game was really where their, their potential was realized. Real quick, Taylor, um, before we move on about the kickers, uh, missing kicks enthusiast Ryan Suckup actually didn't miss one in he, the divisional round. Uh, he tried, but he he, he didn't. Has the smoothest. Yeah, he like gets to the ball, stops for a second, and then just everything flows. It's yeah, good. I wouldn't even call it smooth. It's sort of it's sort of choppy. But yeah, no, the the, <laughs> the Bucks were great. Um, it's fun rooting for Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform. I I mean I gotta say it. I was I was talking to Owen the whole time. Um, I was rooting hard for the Bucks. I didn't pick them. I picked the Saints. But um. But uh, the, the Saints also didn't impress me. Specifically, uh, Drew Breezes in probably his last career game. Um, you know, the, the, the talk of he can't throw down the field, he can't throw it out of field. You know, some myths are myths and some myths are, are true. It's true. I mean, he, he can't, um, which is kind of sad. I want to I bring up that stat one more time that Drew Brees had as many wins against NFC teams as Tom Brady. Again, I just want to say it again to reemphasize how stupid that is. That's the dumbest stat ever. That's like unbelievable. This guy's been in the AFC for 20 years and now he's already got as many wins as Brees. Yeah, yeah. To be clear, so they both have eight wins against NFC teams. No, Brady's not now, I thought. No, he has six Super Bowls and then two in this playoffs. Yeah. Um, so it is uh it is pretty it's ridiculous. Bad. It was time for Breeze. It like it's just you could tell. Yeah. You know, I, he's been such a great player his entire career. But these last two years, he's gotten injured and it's kind of just he's kind of looked different. And I mean, I would have liked to see him maybe beat Brady, you know, in that last hurrah kind of thing. But I think it was time. You know, I think it's only fair to also just acknowledge, like, 
as a Baltimore fan who's hated playing against the Patriots and Tom Brady and everything, he, he truly is the greatest quarterback. I mean, he is unreal. It, that's those stats are ridiculous. Dude, it's, it's by far, man. Like, it's I mean, not- yeah, I don't know what I hate to like. I know I like to bash on Pope a lot, but I just truly don't understand how you can say he's no, the he greatest, is- but not the best or whatever. He's the best and the greatest and everything. He's the best. Yeah, not he's just quarterback football player. Well, we can debate that all we want, but uh, he's <laughs> the greatest quarterback, quarterback of all time. Quarterback. And it's it's really – I hate it, but, like, he is. And and I think the thing that puts it over the top, like, he, obviously he's amazing and he's been amazing, but, like, he's 43 and he still looks fine. I don't get it. He looks great. And, and also, like, he, he looks better than he did – um, you know, a little over a year ago. And, and Pope, it's a tough scene for all of us who, who were on the other side of this. But I, the Belichick-Brady argument is kind of losing some steam right now with, uh, with Belichick struggling this year. So I, I don't love that because Brady has such a good roster around him. And, and we're not taking anything away from him. But Brady does have an amazing right. roster. And like, you can't deny that, right? His offensive not- line is good. He has the best receiving core in the NFL we've seen in so long and and he's got an amazing defense but yeah. last night last night you know he's throwing the tyler johnson leonard Fournette, and scotty miller you know that's, uh, and cameron Bray. tom brady loves throwing to cameron Bray, and i love seeing it cameron's actually pretty freaking good um no but i mean yeah he's, he's got all the weapons in the world but colin coward was talking about this uh this morning he was like i don't want to hear this weapons garbage argument because last night he completed all his passes with tyler johnson and scotty miller and that was a good point but yeah, it's, 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 fair. It's, it's fair. It's a fair point. But I mean, to Ted, to say like, we're looking at him a year ago and he wasn't as good last year than he was this year. You, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's true. It, it is true, but you do have to look at who he's working with last year. No, no it's, 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 I, 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 this is Owen making that argument. I mean, weapons are totally part of it, but I think he's also playing with more confidence and, um, I mean, who wouldn't? You have a six-five receiver who's at a thousand yards every year of his career. You have one of the most talented young receivers in the NFL, and you have probably the best receiver of the decade, and the, and then probably the best tight end of all time. And again, I, I don't want to take anything away from it, but that compare that to Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers, it's a significant difference, right? And on the other side of the spectrum, Bill Belichick, you know, you have Cam Newton. He can't throw football, so it's not really his fault. I mean, that that the team. Owen likes to say this year doesn't count, and like it, it does count, right? But they did have a lot of people opt out on defense. They don't have a linebacker on the team, and hey, they have Terez Hall. We have Terez and Hall and Anthony Jennings. What are you talking? And and like Cam's terrible, and it it doesn't help that there's no one on the team who can catch a football. So I mean, Owen, oh, could, could you describe the process of Cam throwing a football? Um, uh, so he, uh, he just kind of puts the ball up to his ear and then sort of doesn't use his arm at all. He just kind of lunges forward with his body. And most of the time he'll have like a wide open Nikhil Harry on a crosser and it'll go right to his feet. Um, all right. So just make sure uh, Taylor may as well get into the uh, game picks at this point. Yeah. So, um, I, I think, yeah, the first game is Bucks Packers line is minus three and a half, which means Vegas is like, we don't really know who's going to win this game since it's at. Green Bay. Um, Ted, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about Tom Brady. I think this is going to be a great game, but I still think the pack will come out on top here. Um, I kind of like the over 50 and a half. Uh, I, and I just, I love Devontae Adams to go on a tear um, against who's the guy that was talking all the, 
Carlton Davis. Yeah, Carlton Davis. He's uh, let up about fifteen hundred yards. Yeah, I think I think Devontae Adams. I'm calling two hundred yards for him. And well, let's Devontae get to the hot takes later. But yeah, all right, you you like the Packers. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think I think the Packers are going to win. You know, we've been seeing all, a lot of like, oh, it's a big quarterback duel and stuff. You know what helps in the playoffs? A great defense that helps. Um, and I think the Packers have, as well as the Bucks played last week. I think the Packers have a little bit better of a defense. The Bucks gave up three hundred yards passing to Taylor Heineke. Um, and, uh, it's in green Bay. And I know that that doesn't affect Brady much cause he was in, uh, he was in Foxborough for, uh, for 20 years, but, um, a lot of these Tampa players maybe don't play as well in the cold. I don't know. Um, and I like the, the Packers here in a great game. Uh, Rogers Brady for the first time in the postseason, we are entitled to something great. Unfortunately, we have uh, Joe Buck on the call, but, um, we'll, we'll get through it. I would say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do have a better defense than the Packers. Um, but, you know, the Packers have four team all pro first team all pros on their offense and Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. And he's really, he really doesn't ever make a mistake. And I know the Bucs, they really whooped them last time, but I, I, if anything, I think that helps the Packers because it's, it's not easy to lose to a team twice. It's not easy to beat a team helps the Bucks. with the level of the Packers. Um, twice in a year it's not easy to beat the Packers twice in the year and um I just think I just think Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw for four touchdowns and win the game but I think it'll be close uh I'm going with Brady here you know I think what Pope was trying to say is that or I mean maybe not but I think the Bucks have more talent on defense is whether they play up to their level that they can um the, the Packers since I, like week you know 10 or something have been like a top five. Oh, I mean, I, I know the Packers have a good defense. I think the Bucks have a like they have a higher ceiling. Okay, yeah, defense. I agree, and and they have the best run defense in the NFL too. So they make teams one dimensional. And um, you know, Brady's playing like a monster. Not only can Brady play in the cold, you know, Gronk can play in the cold. Antonio Brown can play in the cold. They they don't have guys that are afraid of afraid of snow or afraid of freezing temperatures. And I'm just loving uh, playoffs, Brady. He doesn't doesn't like to lose in the playoffs. Um. I think Owen can really take care of this argument. Yeah, so first, Dylan can't be with us today, but I'd like to give his input on the game. This is a direct quote. Brady is the man and is going to get his seventh. Aaron Rodgers is too Hollywood to beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. Um, and Dylan, I, I totally 100% agree. I'm 100% going to take the Bucks. Are you kidding me? I'm going to take the Brady bunch. Um, uh, Teddy told me the other day that if Brady gets his seventh uh, ring, he will become the greatest athlete of all time. And the three names he listed ahead of him were Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, and Tiger Woods, uh, which was a fun list. I, you know, I get it. That was a that was a knee jerk list that didn't have a <laughs> going into it. Just with that. Yeah, but you know, it was still a list. Um, I'm going to take Tom here. Uh, I'm not taking the Buccaneers. <laughs> I'm taking Tom. And my Zoom has disappeared. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take Tom because it's. It, it's the playoffs. And like Nate said, like Teddy said, he's not afraid of the cold. He loves the cold. He did say his blood you know, was a little thinner down in Florida, but it's okay. He'll get it back up there. Um, this might be one of those games where the Bucks have 100 yards of total offense in the first half, and then Brady throws 400 yards in the second half. That's just kind of the vibe I'm, I'm getting from it already. Um, it's going to come down to the very end, at least I think. Whoever has the ball last, I think is going to win because both of these quarterbacks are going to, are, one of them is going to have a game-winning drive. I don't know if that's a hot take, but I think that's probably going to how it, how it ends up going. I, I'd, I'd probably prefer Brady on a game-winning drive than, than Rodgers, but I'm going to take Tom. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Buccaneers, I guess, but I'm really just taking Tom Brady. Oh, and do you, or do you want Tom Brady to win another ring? Absolutely. I want Tom Brady to win another ring. I, I, thought were, I thought you were like, I want him to get to the Super Bowl and then lose. 
Right. So I had a, I've had a lot of internal discussion about this, um, and the fact that there are still people, uh, or there are people that think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> Max Kellerman um, is is an example of that. So I just want him to shut. I just want him to shut everybody up. It's not just a Patrick Mahomes thing. I just threw that in there just for just for fun. Um, but he doesn't he doesn't say that by the way. He no, does. He's, he does. he's the most influential human being ever to exist on the planet. That's a direct quote. Um, I, I like. I mean, I want him to win because again, I didn't want to see him win not in a Patriots uniform. That was my main argument before. But now it's like this guy could get seven Super Bowl rings and he can finally shut up everybody who's like, it's all Belichick and McDaniels. He's not going to win without Belichick and McDaniels. He's already done that. He's already proven that he can win without them. I mean, he's gotten this far and he was probably uh, Colin Coward. Again, another quote from him. He said that these are the top four quarterbacks left from this year, at least Um, Allen Rogers, Brady and, and, and uh, Mahomes, which I probably agree with. Um, so he's already he's already proven that he can win without him, but it would just be cool to watch him win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and all of Boston's rooting for him. There's not a single like Patriots fan out there who's not rooting for the Buccaneers. Mahomes is his kryptonite. Kryptonite, though. I mean, he's if, of any quarterback that I've seen go up against Brady, he outplays him consistently in the in the games that they've played. He has. Oh, Joe Flacco. What do you? Okay. What's their record? Uh, well, now I think it's two and two. Um, his 2018 regular season. Post- oh, they played again this year. Yeah, that was two, two, two. yeah. all right. I anyway. think he's his kryptonite because he knocked him out of the playoffs a couple of years well, ago. Well, he knocked him out his, for his first year, and then it's kind of just been like more, a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Time. Well, anyway, Chiefs-Bills, I'm looking forward to this game probably more than the other game just because, you know, I, I'm rooting hard for the Bills in this game, hard. Um, Bills fan base is great. Uh, I, I love what they did with Lamar Jackson's charity. Um, I think a lot of Ravens fans are trying to rally to do that to Josh Allen's charity. And I'm going to go with the Bills. I, um, I, I kind of do this hesitantly, but I love the way they stopped Lamar. And I think they're going to be able to contain Patrick Mahomes to like maybe less than 400 yards. But I think Josh Allen will just go off. Stephon Diggs will have a great day. And their second team all pro, uh, Cole Beasley, will do something. And Devin Singletary, this is my hot take. Uh, I know this is supposed to be for later. 125 yards, nothing else, because he's bad. So that's hot. That's really hot. That's probably hotter than anything I've done this year. Because he's so bad. So right. He's he's, he's he's so bad, man. Or starting running back, 120, and that's that's screaming. Yeah. No. He he is really bad. Um, a quick a quick thought here. Uh, Teddy's betting corner pr- uh, presented by the Honda Civic. Um, the Bills Chiefs over under is 53 and a half. No chance. It's under by a mile. Like most playoff games this year have been under. Um, and this game is no exception. I think that this is going to be uh, like, like 24 to 20 or something. And it's crazy to say, but when it's 24 to 20, you'll come back to this. Um, anyway, I think that uh, Holmes is going to win. He is, you know, as much as, uh, I mean, Owen likes him. He, he literally has liked him since 2018. I've been on the wave since week two of 2018. Big fan of him. Um, Josh Allen last week didn't impress me. The, uh, the, the Ravens kind of took away his deep threat, and he went, uh, I think, 22 of 37 for like 200 yards and a, a touchdown because the Ravens had two players when the Bills had three. Owen, is two? Does two is that less than three? I, I believe so. Checks out. <laughs> it is. It is. So it's easy to score a touchdown. Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, I like the, the Chiefs here. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this, I think it's going to be a close game, but I 
Mahomes in the playoffs is just kind of he's a person, right? And the problem is with this year is the Chiefs, they they're def- they have a top ten defense and they've shown it when it's mattered. Like they took a Browns team with the best offensive line in the NFL, and you know Baker Mayfield playing really well recently, and they held them to what was it seventeen points? Like the, it's a really good defense. They're number one this year against wide receivers. They let up the least yards in the NFL to wide receivers, which is basically the entire Bills offense. There's no one else who touches the ball except for three people. So I think I think the and I mean Mahomes obviously is gonna put up points. So I don't think the Bills will win this one. Well, you know who else is a person? Joshua Allen. And he's he's Dylan's favorite guy. I gotta mention it. Not a favorite player, but favorite guy. And you know, I, I'm just gonna go with what I want. You know, throughout the playoffs, I've basically just Besides the Ravens picks, I've thrown all my biases skeptical, but I, I want them to win. Um, yeah, I'm going to start with uh, with Dylan's take again on this one. He's going to take. I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. All right, sounds good. Going to the hot takes. Um, I said that Baker would have 400 yards. Nope, not even close. Uh, Dylan said that Josh Allen would rush for 170 and pass for 300. He uh, he didn't do either of those. The Bills had like 200 yards of total offense. Um, Nathaniel said that Justin Matabike or Jihad Ward would score a touchdown. Uh, they didn't do that. Although this this hot take wasn't terrible. Either Baker or Mahomes would get ejected. Kind of. Yeah. He, <laughs> his, neck, his neck got ejected <laughs> to the left and then he not, left the game. Not too bad. Um, Pope said that Darius Williams would have a pick six. No, he didn't do that. Uh, Owen said that Mahomes would have three interceptions to Taki Taki, Sandejo, and Miles Garrett. Nope. He said that Josh McDaniels would go to the Chargers. Brendan Staley uh, actually is the coach of the Chargers, but Josh McDaniels is getting interested for the Eagles. Eagles, man. He's going to be so bad. He will literally <laughs> the worst. That would they, they would go 0 and 16. They would be so, okay. First of all, McDaniels oh. is a terrible head coach. He's really bad at head coaching. Second of all, the Eagles situation just does not need him. They need a better just guy who is more well apparently the eagles are like between him and gerard mayo who's the quote-unquote defensive coordinator for the patriots i don't know why they're looking at those two necessarily. yeah those are those are not the two people they want a new flores they want to get the new flores right That's what they uh, want to do. Oh, i guess gerard's the new flores fair fair point but if we're gonna make hot takes for this week taylor i kind of liked your uh your devonta adams take but i gotta i gotta get away from receiving yards and things like that i think that um that Tommy Tommy Brady is going to throw an, uh, an interception to to Jair Alexander. I can go next. Um, I think that the Chiefs will hold Stephon Diggs under sixty yards. Mm. I think that Tom Brady is going to throw for at least two fifty in the second half. Although, uh, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Tom Brady as well. I think him and Antonio connect for three touchdowns. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. Any last thoughts? No. All right. Well, we will see. Uh, oh. Mr. DaCosta, if you're listening to this, please go get Alan Robinson. Thank you from Teddy. All right. Yeah. Do that. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week on our Super Bowl podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs>